Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and my illustrious, super famous, super awesome, wonderful guest today is Adam Posner, founder and president at NHP Talent Group and probably nothing talent. NHP is a boutique New York-based talent consultancy specializing in talent access for senior level roles within digital marketing, media, e-commerce, and product and content creation at startups and creative agencies and brands. Probably Nothing Talent launched pretty recently, actually, in January 2022, focuses on all Web3 related roles across blockchain, crypto, and NFTs. Adam is also the host of the global career podcast, the Podscast, showcasing experts to help you harness your inner tenacity to drive your life and career forward. He has produced and aired over 200 episodes with top guests. And uh, in addition, he's actually a speaker at the Disrupt HR London event happening in Mayfair on July 7th. And I'm delighted that I'm going to get a chance to meet Adam and maybe we might even go for a drink afterwards. Um, Adam, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Bill, thank you so much for having me and happy to meet you and your audience. And I can tell that you're a podcast host straight off because you have excellent audio quality there, sir. It sounds like you're using a very, very good mic. And so... good, we mean expensive. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you got, listen, I... if, you're good at, if you're going to do this, you have to do it right. But, but that's kind of counterintuitive when I talk to people about podcasting, because I literally just tell them you could, you could do a good podcast with a good set of, of AirPods or wired headphones, and you'll still do a good one. But as you work your way up and, you know, things happen to fall into place, then you could decide if you want to invest in a expensive professional looking mic. There we go. I've got one which which has got kind of a fuzzy hat on it to avoid the pops and all that jazz as well. Um, hey, Adam, beyond my reintroduction there, why don't you start by taking a minute or two and telling my listeners all about yourself? Yeah, absolutely, Bill. Um, born and raised in New Yorker, if you couldn't tell by, by the accent, which is a hybrid Long Island, Brooklyn kind of thing I got going on here. And I always say, like, you know, people say they're from New York. I was like, all right, well, there's two airports here. One is JFK and the other one is LaGuardia. But if you say it, LaGuardia, LaGuardia, Butter water, that's how you do it over here. Um, LaGuardia, there we go. <laughs> LaGuardia, <laughs> a little mouth exercise there. Um, you know, college, I knew I was going to get into marketing, advertising. It was in my blood. Entrepreneurial spirit was always there. Spent the first 15 years of my career working in advertising, marketing, and media. I've worked at ad agencies, uh, brand side at a little company called American Express. Maybe you guys have heard of that. Um, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, home of the great Howard Stern, and back and forth at a few different other places. And, and finally, in 2014, I found myself working for the great Gary Vaynerchuk over at VaynerMedia. I thought it was the holy grail. I thought the grass was greener on the other side, but it wasn't. And ultimately, I ended up losing my job in early 2015, well, mid-2015. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because I wasn't great at my job. I just didn't handle some interpersonal relationships there well, and uh, some things did not go right. And ultimately, it just wasn't right. It was not the right fit. And listen, on that day that I got let go, I sat with Gary for about an hour, someone I hold near and dear and still have a pretty good relationship. And he said, Bill, he said, Adam, well, I said, Adam, he didn't say Bill. 
Um, <laughs> stop focusing on all the things that you suck at and double down on your strengths. And I thought about that for a bit and I was like, you know what, is this guy just trying to blow smoke up my ass and get me out the door? But what he was really doing was forcing me to take accountability, start to show some vulnerability and look inside and say, what am I good at? What am I not good at? And stop focusing on fixing things and focus on your strengths. And all the strengths led me to the world of recruiting for marketing, media, and advertising. And at the age of 35, I pivoted, I switched careers, and I started working at a search firm in marketing and media. And I accelerated quickly um, because I knew the industry, but I still needed to learn how to be a recruiter. And I tell everyone, there's an art and science to it. And it's one of those things where everyone thinks it could also be like a real estate agent because, I don't know, maybe they bought a house or maybe they did some home renovation, but that's not the case. Um, two years later, I said, I'm done working for other people. And that's when I went out on my own and I launched NHP Talent Group, which are my daughter's initials, all things Web2 recruiting, marketing, media, and advertising. And then at the beginning of 2022, with the help of my co-founder and the director over on NHP side, Kevin Logan, we said, the time is right. The time is now for Web3 recruiting. And we launched Probably Nothing Talent. And that's where we're here today. We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. CoachUp is the leading global talent development platform that enables organizations to create a personalized, measurable and scalable coaching program for their entire workforce, regardless of department and seniority level. By doing so, organizations are able to reap a multitude of benefits, including increased employee engagement, higher levels of productivity, improved job performance and increased retention. Learn more at coachhub.com. Okay, thank you very much. I now feel like I have a pretty good idea of who you are. I feel like you've done that before. Good work, Adam. Good work. Um, okay, so this idea of Web3. Um, I may have some listeners out there who are scratching their heads and they're thinking, mm. what, what, what's Web3? So maybe maybe you can take a little bit of time now and explain the, the, the rise of and what the devil is or devil are. The devil, uh, the devil, the devil of, of <laughs> Web3 yeah, web, web jobs, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it's really important too that we kind of just think about you know a kind of history lesson here. When you think about Web One, we're talking about the AOLs, the Yahoos, the Netscapes, the MSNs. Remember when you'd be like the like the dial-up modem? That that's Web One, right? And that's what we call the information economy, where people consumed content. Then we move to where we pretty much are today, which is Web Two. Everyone's pretty familiar: the platform economy of creators, people creating content, Instagram, YouTube. TikTok, Snapchat, that's the web two world we're consuming. And now we talk about this web three and you have the folks out there that are saying, oh, it's just a bunch of, you know, people spending tons of monies on little pictures of monkeys and apes and bananas and all that kind of stuff. No, that's not what it is. Web three is really about the ownership economy where individuals, companies have ownership of their information in a decentralized world that lives on the blockchain. And that is the future. That is the innovation. And if you're not getting on board with it, you're going to be left behind. And that was a big impetus of why we went out and we launched a Web3 recruiting, because recruiting in Web3 is different than recruiting in Web2. And you need to understand the nuances. Okay, thank you. So Web3 roles exist in many industries. And you mentioned blockchain there, crypto, NFTs. These are all pretty new areas, of course, Adam. What, what, what's challenging, therefore, for, for recruiters in, in these newer areas there, there there's a plethora of of differences and i think it's also important that we take a step back and we talk a little bit about web 2.5 which is that middle ground between web 2 and and web 3 
where there are a lot of companies in the Web2 world that are venturing into the Web3 space and they have folks internally that raise their hand and say they're interested. And they also are building out new divisions and hiring outside employees to come in where they are making that transition. They're not jumping full Web3, but they're building and they're doing it properly with the right folks. We support them as well. But full Web3 is different because a lot of folks that are experienced, and I'm holding up air quotes here for anybody who is playing along at home, it's, it's nascent. This is all new. So you're not going to find somebody with 10 years experience as a Solidity developer. And you may not find somebody with Solidity on their resume because they might be you know, doing it on the side. So the big difference between Web2 and Web3 recruiting is you have to listen. These folks don't always live on LinkedIn. It's not as easy as doing a LinkedIn bullion search and traditional recruiter outreach. These people live in different places. They are in Twitter spaces, discords, Slack channels. So you have to be involved. You have to be there. You have to be able to be in their ecosystem. And it really truly requires a different type of approach for different candidates. You know, when we think about Web2 candidates, we know where to find them. They're on LinkedIn. They're easy to source by the keywords. They have those traditional job titles, Bill, that we know what to look for as recruiters. And you can search for similar companies. If I know somebody is working at a Home Depot, I'm going to go look at Lowe's because they're probably working there. So that's 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 Web 2. Web 3 is a whole different ballgame. Ahead of this interview, I, I, I was I was searching so I could get a pretty solid uh, list of what would be considered a web three job. And that they're pretty varied actually, aren't they? Uh, so for example, it could be a senior web three front end developer, online advertising sales mm -hmm. associate, apparently falls into that, uh, that, that category head of community engagement, yep. uh, DLT and web three engineer, senior data analyst, yeah. senior backend engineer. So going back to your, your comment just a second ago, as the, uh, recruiters need to be in new spaces, it sounds a lot more complicated, frankly. What, why would they oh, do that? What, what, what are the benefits? I'm, I'm guessing it's higher commissions because these folks are on bigger salaries for a start. Well, right? well, well yes and no. And let me, let me give a little bit of inside baseball here with your Toronto Blue Jays hat. We work a little bit differently. I don't work contingency. We work retained. So we are retained by our client. It's not so much about the compensation. Um, it's about being part of the future, being where the action is, being on a new frontier that's going to open up new opportunities for myself, my team, my business, and my candidates. And it excites me. It's something that I'm passionate about. And that's really the main reason why I'm doing it. And I think it's really important when we think about Web3 candidates that they're, they're different, right? They may not have a linear career path. They may not have that formal education where, you know, first of all, there's not one school out there right now. I shouldn't say that. There, there are schools, but you're not going to have somebody, you know, who has got 10 years of overall industry experience who has Web3 on their in their in their college curriculum. And most of these folks don't even have a higher education and they're self-taught. So that's why you have to listen. You have to listen. You know, when they say, hey, we need someone with 10 years of Web3 experience, that doesn't exist. You have to talk to candidates to find out what they do and who they are and not just scan a resume in six seconds that we could all do in this industry. And what would be some of your top tips, Adam, for, for those folks who are looking to get into Web3 talent attraction positions? Immerse yourself in the industry. Be a student. I'm going to tell you something pretty crazy. So um, I have learned more in the last one year of my life about a topic, which is Web3, than I've learned about anything in my entire life cumulative. I have immersed myself as a student, aligning with the right folks, listening, consuming content, being at events, being with the right people, and being a real student. And now I could properly articulate, listen, I'm no expert by far, but I could hold my own in a conversation with potential clients, networking, and candidates. Right? The worst, the worst thing is you get on the phone as a recruiter, and say you're recruiting in tech, and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You'll get smoked out in two seconds by that candidate. 
and they will lose confidence and trust in you. And there's a very good chance you will not continue to have that relationship. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Now <laughs> then, as, as I, uh, as I mentioned in my introduction there, you are one of our 14 or 15 fabulous speakers at the Disrupt HR London event happening July 6th. Hey, listeners be there will be a rectangle if you're in the area. Uh, and your session is called WTF is up with Web3 Recruiting. Maybe you can now take a minute or two, Adam, and tell our listeners all about your session and what attendees can, can expect to get from it. Yeah, and I, and I think it's it, it's going to be fascinating for me because I've been talking about this nonstop for the last few months here. So what I'm going to do is give a quick history lesson like we did early in the show. We're going to break down Web 1 versus Web 2 versus Web 3. We're going to have a couple of laughs in there, a little history lesson. Um, and then we're going to jump into it and we're going to talk about Web 3, why there's so many buzzwords, what do all these buzzwords mean and why you need to know them. And really, truly trying to understand that there's different types of candidates in this world that require a different approach. Go through a couple of those, the comparisons, similarities, what the differences are, where to find them. And then we'll talk about, you know, some of those recruiting tactics. And the big one is conversations and listening, as I said before. Talk about DAOs a little bit, understanding what a decentralized organization looks like versus a traditional organization from a client perspective, who you're dealing with. We might be dealing with folks that only go by uh, an, an avatar or first name. How does that even work in recruiting? And the main concept here is to decentralize yourself because that's a common, that's the most important part about Web3, putting yourself in different places and not putting all of your eggs in one recruitment basket. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Well, I, I just did my presentation for you and th that was, Bill, that was the the 60 second version of my, of my, uh, of my um, Disrupt HR. Well, you whet my appetite for sure, sir. So thank you for that. Um, okay. And uh, one of the, another thing that you do, and I mentioned this in the intro as well, is you are a fellow podcast host. I always love and get a little bit nervous when I'm chatting with other podcast hosts. And yours is called the Podcast. Can you maybe take it a minute or two now and tell our listeners all about that? Yeah, I, I, I'd love to. So I started the, the podcast, which is a playful um, spin on my nickname, which is a pause, because my name is either pronounced Posner or Posner. And when I was growing up, a lot of people said pause and I just went with it and it worked. So when it came time for me to launch a podcast, it was the only name that came to mind and I went with it right, right away. So um, I started the podcast February 2019 on this premise of there's really not a ton of really good HR recruiting. I shouldn't say HR recruiting. I'm not in HR. I'm in recruiting. Big difference. A lot of good recruiting podcasts out there. And I knew that A, I have a very extensive network that I would tap into and B, I kind of always had this itch that I needed to scratch uh, around broadcasting. I grew up around Howard Stern. I worked at SiriusXM for a number, number of years, and I wanted to give it a try. And the first one I ever did, I recorded it over Zoom. Uh, I go back and watch it a couple times a year just to show me how far I came. But really what the show is about is I interview amazing folks from the world of talent acquisition, recruiting, few HR leads here and there, uh, and also folks with amazing career and life journeys. And I pull out those wisdom and nuggets and share them with my audience. So understanding the successes and the failures from early on in their career, which I think a lot of shows don't really focus on and say, hey, Bill, what, what did you what did you learn from one of those first couple of jobs that you're like, damn, thank God I had that hard lesson because it really helped define who I am now. And I wrap it all up with, with, with personal motivation, what moves them, what inspires them and what guides them in their life journey. And I've been doing it for three years, over half a million downloads, 220 shows. I have some amazing guests coming up, and I haven't missed a week in three years with a, with a new show. And I, and I absolutely love it, and it's my art form. 
wonderful wonderful um i i pretty enjoy doing uh our podcast hosting too you know it's, it's nice where a big part of your job is getting to chat to interesting intelligent people and you just listen and learn maybe try and say something intelligent as you're going along but yeah it's, it's not a bad way to to you know spend your time right and and let me and let me tell you something else too i mean my podcast is my master class i i have such incredible folks on that i learn from through osmosis i'm not a big reader anymore these days i really don't have a ton of time for that I'm not going to sit here and read 10 business books a month. Like that's just not going to happen. That's not how I learn and consume content. But when I get to interview amazing folks uh, from our world, that sinks in, man. Big difference. I agree. We all learn in different ways as well. Some of us are more audio learners. Um, Hey, Adam, before we wrap up for today, how can our listeners connect with and learn more about you? I'm guessing that uh, you're on LinkedIn. You maybe want to share your email address. Tell me more. Yeah, absolutely. So folks can find me on LinkedIn at Adam J. Posner. You can find me on Instagram at NHP Talent Group. Uh, also at thepodcast.com, nhptalentgroup.com, and probably nothingtalent.com. And Twitter, Adam J. Posner. There you go. Don't forget about Twitter. We're trying Don't forget to about Twitter. There. Don't forget about Twitter. It's going to do some action there. Yes, it's been in the exactly. Um, okay. So, uh, Adam, that just leads me to say, until I meet you next week, Thank you very much for being my guest today. I've had, I've had a lot of fun. I've listened, I've learned, um, and we'll, we should definitely do this again. Can't wait. Thank you so much, Bill, and thanks for your audience for tuning in. Definitely connect with me. Thank you. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe and follow us on social media.